0: the other day. I wanted some me time, some quiet time out in nature, trying to catch a nice, you know, wildlife uh, vibe or something. So I found some woods and uh, and, and went for a walk and I turned onto a trail and there was some lady walking uh, not too far ahead of me. So what I did was I slowed down and I stopped for a little bit and I waited until she got way ahead of me. Why? The reason is that even though, from my own perspective, I, as far as I know myself, I don't take myself to be a threat to people walking in the woods. I know that from somebody else's perspective, in this case, from the lady's perspective, if she looked back and saw me, then she wouldn't see me, right? meaning my, uh, you know, ethical standards, it's uh, my mind, any any of that kind of stuff. She would just see a body. She would just see a, a body of an unknown uh, male walking behind her, and of course. It, very tragically, we live in a world where that is not the uh, a, a guarantee of a, of a good thing for, for the person, for, for a woman walking by herself in the woods. So consequently, I accommodated her point of view and made her feel comfortable by waiting till she was way, way, way ahead. So, what can we learn from something like this? We see that uh, it's, a, it's a leap of logic and thought to understand that other people do not see us. We assume automatically that other uh, that, that people see our own self, meaning again our mind, how we feel about ourselves, our morals, our past, our what we want to do, what we don't want to do. So we walk into a, 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 somewhere into a public space, and we think all oh, eyes on me, right? People are seeing me. We we have to do some public speaking is a huge fear, right? And uh, we think a person is seeing me; they're gonna judge me. A little bit maybe more so if we spill the contents of our own mind, especially without a speech, what is it called? The speech isn't pre-written, but nonetheless, the person would just be hearing the words as we say them and not anything beyond that in our body language and all of that. We're speaking with another person, it could just be with a customer service representative on the phone, and immediately we think this person sees me. So right away, I can yell at this person because he or she knows that I have a problem. So what did you do? Why did you mess up? All right? This is somebody, people that have worked in customer service report that as a common experience. Uh, we, uh, you know, we, we meet a, again a stranger, whether we get into a taxi cab or we're checking out at the grocery store. Or, we, uh, or anything like that, any kind of int- random interaction on the street, and we think, again, the person is dealing with myself uh, and, and, and myself alone. So we see, obviously, is that true? No. Uh, we see, you, we, we can't really say, wait, you or I see only other people's bodies. We don't see other minds. We don't see other emotions. We don't see other ethical standards. We don't see other degrees of intellectual development and impulse control and wisdom, and humanity, and love for others. We don't see any of that. We see only other bodies, other sacks of uh, meat covered with skin, uh, hopefully, right? Um, And uh, that's all that we see. And obviously, that's what everybody else sees concerning our own self. So when we understand that, we are really freed up because we know really we're invisible. We can be in front of Thousands of people, we can be a celebrity performing a song or giving a speech in front of a whole country, for example, in front of millions, hundreds of millions, billions of people, even maybe something like uh, half, the halftime show of the Super Bowl, depending on how many people watch a, a given year, and yet nobody sees us at all. People just see a body. We have a private life. We have a, 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 our in itself existence that exists for us and us alone, and nobody else can know of it unless... We share bits and pieces of it with them, and, and then only to the extent that they can uh, can step into our shoes and can understand where we're coming from. But uh, because we don't understand this frequently, and this does take some explaining, and it takes some practice, we uh, we like we said, we assume that other people do see us instead of merely their bodies, and consequently that opens up the door to plenty of misunderstandings. So, for example, we can easily get offended. So here. I could have, knowing that I I don't take myself to be a a threat to uh, uh, people walking in the woods, I could have sped up or just walked at a regular pace and and I could have come up behind this woman and she would look back and very likely she would get a little bit disturbed, uh, uh, this this big mean looking dude walking right behind her so she would speed up. And then if I have the wrong frame of mind, I might say, wait a second, I'm a good guy. Why is she speeding up on me? So I'd say, excuse me ma'am, why are you speeding up on me like that? What did I do to you? So she could then start running, and then if I'm really out of my mind, maybe I'll start running after her saying, why, why are you running, ah, I'm gonna, right, and then we could, we see how these situations can get ugly and ridiculous to say the least, alright. Or for example, uh, we, obviously the customer service we mentioned, we call customer service or people frequently do, they think that the person there sees them and their problems, so they say, why did you mess up? I, I, never having spoken to the specific person before on the phone, but already, why did you mess up? What did you do? So forth and so on. And, uh, or for example, we, uh, we speak with a, with a stranger and right away we begin to kind of, as it said, wear a heart on our sleeves. We, uh, we project our emotions, we project our insecurities because we think the person is seeing us and is judging us and, as opposed to merely our body. So again, by thinking repeatedly about this, we can attain a much higher degree of objectivity and sanity and understanding that nobody sees us. We are completely invisible and further along these lines, it, it, nobody cares about us except the people that do care about us. So we see if we take that to the extreme, there's people that lose their marbles and say that I'm being tracked. I'm being, I see some people are for some specific purpose, whether it's they're criminals, So the law enforcement is tracking them, but those that have no reason to think that. They say, we see these people on the street, right? Somebody put a chip in me, somebody's tracking me, somebody. So this comes from that it, it, it delusion, right? We are the center of our own existence. When we don't reali- grant anybody else reality, when we don't think about how other people see us, this is the by proxy kind of default understanding. Everybody's watching what I do on the internet. Let me put on 10 different uh, you know, blocks on, on my internet uh, thing so that nobody can see what I'm doing. Everybody's tracking my phone. Ooh, it's so important. That I, uh, even though I'm not a, you know, in the CIA, I'm not a politician, but I still need a, a special thing on my phone so nobody tracks my conversations because everybody's interested in them, right? Everybody is uh, watching where, where I live, right? Little kids think uh, uh, they're scared of, uh, of thieves, for example, right? So they're thinking or, or they're scared that somebody's going to come to their house. So in their mind, my house is, is the center of existence. Every thief that there is is thinking about my house and is waiting to, 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 to get to it and is going to get to it more than uh, he or she would uh, at a kind of according to the rules of probability. That's how a little kid thinks and that's unfortunately how many adults think. We think everybody's looking at my house or thinking about my house or where I live or my car. I'm driving down the road. Everybody's thinking about my car and it could be if we have a very nice car. <laughs> everybody's looking at me whenever I walk into the room. Again, it could be if we have objective grounds to think that like we're very, very tall or very, very attractive or not attractive or very large, so it could be. But there has to be rational grounds for that. But it, we're saying it's not usually rational. It's, it, it's simply from that, uh, that delusion of, uh, of not uh, considering other people's point of view. So consequently, uh, we can also definitely do a big favor to ourselves to understand that nobody, it, it, people are not by proxy aware of our existence whatsoever. There are billions and billions of people in the world that their relationship to us is our relationship to them. Think of how, how does a quote unquote random person, let's say you are in China, how does a random person in Australia relate to you? As no, in no way at all, other than being part of the concept of humanity. So the same, it stands to reason that you, the person in China, relate to the person in Australia in the same way. You don't exist for that person at all, except as a concept of maybe somebody in China or as a member of humanity or something like this. So it's the same thing. We don't exist to anybody at all except to whom we do exist. And even to those people, we are invisible. They see only our body and they only understand us to the extent that we've taken the time to explain ourselves and our motives and our frame of mind and our likes and dislikes and all of this—that's the reality, right? So we, you see, it's a little counterintuitive because to ourselves we are the center of the universe. To ourself, we are everything that there is. Everybody cares about me. Everybody uh, uh, favors me or disfavors me. Everybody's looking at me or not looking at me. Everybody, right? It's another thing that maybe teenagers express: nobody cares about me. It's not that nobody cares about us. Nobody is a, it's not even that nobody knows that we exist. It's that, again, how, what's our relationship to some person picked out of a hat out of seven billion? That's, that's our, other people's relationship to us. It's not that we, they don't care. They don't, not, we don't exist at all. Not even that we don't exist. You get the point, right? So thinking about this should, should clarify our thought. There's no expectation that somebody is, is going to find uh, what we do. Our work, our life, desirable. There's no expectation that we just because uh, we, uh, you know, favor somebody with a, with an opinion that they're gonna agree with our opinion. There's no expectation that somebody's gonna automatically kind of. We want to make some money, so we offer uh, up any good. Of course, it's great. It's the best uh, product because I made it. No, right. We have to. Uh, Make people interested based on what they're interested in. Nobody's aware. Nobody knows. Nobody cares. Not about us. Not about what we do. Not about our life. Nobody's watching. Nobody's tracking. And Nobody's looking, unless there's rational grounds in a specific instance to assume that. Right. So that's that's a good uh, kind of a sanity check. Again, these things are obvious, but it's so important to to, con- to bring them to our conscious awareness because that's the only way they can affect our behavior and improve and increase. Our sanity and further something along that, these lines quickly that we can add is we, we see how we have uh, pathologies and complexes about things that we would never even look twice at concerning other people. And so for example, let's say that uh, um, that person in, that, uh, in China who we just said in the, the example, they're told, hey, there's a person in Australia and his or her parents didn't treat them too good. So what do we say? Uh, uh, sorry? What do you want from me? <laughs> right? And yet, if those that that person's parents who just said that didn't treat him or her well, that can be a lifelong complex. Meaning we made it made it a little bit too complicated using different people. So you, for example, if you're told this person, some random person, Bob, Bill, Jane, Alice, uh, his or her parents didn't treat uh, them so good, what do you say? Okay, congrats, like I'm sorry, what, what do you want me to do? Uh, and yet, if your parents didn't treat you too good, that's a major complex, that can be a lifelong issue, can't it? If we are told, uh, again, some, some quote-unquote random, nobody's random to themselves, but relative to you, some quote-unquote random person, they, uh, they, uh, they, uh, their nose is too long or too short, what do you say? Well, I'm sorry, get, uh, what is it, rhinoplasty or whatever it's called, if you want. And what, why are you even telling me that? And yet, if your nose is too long or too short, That's a complex. You're told that this again, quote unquote, random person is struggling with weight, or is too skinny, or too big boned, or too much acne, or or whatever it may be. What else is there? The dandruff in the hair, um, oily skin, uh, all kinds of cosmetic issues, whatever it may be. What do you say? You say, why are you telling me this? I don't care. It doesn't matter at all. And yet, if you have any of these issues, even a little bit. It can be a huge, all-consuming thing, an obsession even. So we see that because of our lack of objectivity, our lack of rational, reality-based thinking, we blow everything out of proportion and literally make mountains out of molehills, as it's said. And if we simply viewed ourselves in the way that other people view us, In a quote-unquote objective way, we would never have any issues or pathologies. Okay, our parents treated us not so great. It's like anybody else's parents treated them not so great. People aren't perfect and they have children. Okay, I struggle a little bit with my weight. I'm too big. I'm too skinny. Okay, people struggle with their weight. What's the big deal? Okay, I cut my finger. Oh my goodness, it's a tragedy. It's a paper cut. Well, people cut their fingers. Are you crying? Are we crying right now because somebody else somewhere uh, had a paper cut? No, we're not. So why are we doing it about ourselves? We have to be a little consistent as it concerns at least these things. Certain things, we would say we have to help ourselves first. It's a matter of obligations. We have priority as it concerns ourselves in terms of feeding ourselves and earning money for ourselves and all that. But we're talking about a somewhat different issue here. So we get the point. By increasing and improving our objectivity, we can do wonders for our mental health, for our sanity, and uh, and it can really be a game changer. So let's think about it. Thank you for listening.